Hey everybody, Matt Hartman here again for Drunkard's Walk. So what you're about to listen to here is a re-release of an episode from season three, and this is episode five. So if you listened to last week's re-release, uh, you would have heard the episode that was right before this, Gold Glass to Beef on Weck. Now we're going to travel from Beef on Weck to the heat death of the universe. And the reason we're doing this one is, as I mentioned last week, Jethro and I had a chance to head on up to Buffalo. We also continued on up to Niagara Falls and got to go do the escape rooms at Niagara Escapement with uh, Rob, the person who gave us our suggestion of heat death of the universe. So we're going to tack on a little ending on there where we talk a little bit about uh, this episode and the fact that we are there. And uh, next week, that is October the 11th, Season 7, Episode 1 will drop. So hopefully you're looking forward to that, and hopefully you've had a nice hiatus. I know that we have. Thanks so much. Enjoy the episode. everybody welcome back it's drunkards walk the podcast here we are again deep into season three episode five it's me matt hartman and of course i'm always joined by none other than jethro nolan hi everybody that's me and my name <laughs> it is it is you and your name boy jethro uh this is um once again uh, just another stellar season i think so far don't you i i, I agree this is our best season yet Oh, for sure, think, for sure. I think anybody who listened to our earlier seasons was an idiot because they should have waited for this bit of gold that we're putting out now. Gosh, uh, I um, I don't know if I would go as far as to call anybody who listens to us an idiot. That seems like a poor choice because uh, I'm hoping that they continue to listen to us. You know what I mean? I stand, I stand by my statement. Okay, <laughs> that sounds great. Well, uh, I appreciate you all for listening. Uh, no matter how many episodes you've listened to, um, I hope you've listened to all of them. And if you hadn't, hey, go back and listen to seasons one and two so you can hear how much better this is than what <laughs> that was, I guess. And also, s- seasons four or five going to be way worse. We're actually peaking right now. This is as good as we're getting. Is That's this right. Episode. That's right. It's going to be one of those little like bell curve looking deals. Uh, and this is the right here in the middle, right here, season three, because we're going to stop at season five, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Probably. pandemic will be over. We'll be be back to doing shows on stage. Mm, not sure if even all of that. The is- pandemic will be over, Matt. Mm, okay. All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, but anyway, we, we've been having a great old time. And uh, last week we had um, we had our auction winner with us. We had a guest the whole time. Uh, this week, it's going gonna, it's gonna to basically just be me and Jethro, except that you know, like always, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a little guest on at the top here to talk to us about a topic suggestion um, that he came up with uh, because because this individual likes to come up with suggestions that are what is the word I'm looking for quirky difficult quirky okay quirky difficult challenging pain, painful challenging I'm not sure what the what the right word is going to be but we're gonna let him talk a little bit about it himself we've got um, Rob. Oh, I, I already Levier. You just told me. Levier. Levier. Levelier. Levier. He's Levier. Levier. Oh, gosh. See, See I, I, li- I listened to our guest. Here's today. the problem. I, in my head, if I hadn't looked at your name, Rob, I would have gotten it. But I looked at it and I wanted to pronounce letters that weren't there. And that's just how I go. Rob, welcome to Drunkard's Walk. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Super. Good. Good. Yeah, good, good. Um, so, Rob, uh, we got to talk a little bit first about where we're talking to you from, because all of our guests so far have been based in the continental United States. Are you in the continental United States? 
I am in Niagara Falls, Canada, which if you look carefully at a map is kind of hiding in the continental US. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but but you are actually in Canada. That's amazing. We're so excited to talk to you. What's it like up there? Because down here, it's a huge mess. <laughs> uh, luckily, our politics is boring and our weather is kind of mild. So wow, not too many. Very nice. That's a delightful awesome. combination. I love it. I love it. We're recording this uh, way back in in January, um, middle of January, uh, and so. I mean, yeah, things here are just uh, rot- rotten, um, but uh, but I'm sure I'm glad to hear the things up there are going well. Now, um, Rob, you have uh, you've commented before. You've given us some topics in the past. Um, in fact, we actually used one of your topics one time. Do you remember what that was, Rob? I do. Um, so what happens? I, I'm quite aware that you always use the first one that comes in. Mm-hmm. So I try to be the first, but if I'm not the first. I feel safe. So I troll mm. a little bit so you can have a chuckle at the the subject that was posted. Uh-huh. So the last time there was a couple already in there, you know, they got past the gate first and I thought, let's have a little bit of fun. And um, I typed in anal leakage, hoping that you could ah, get it. Yep, yep. You're the cause of anal leakage. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah, and I, indeed. I that's one that I pressed for because we got to the original destination too quickly. <laughs> that's right. And I being the horrible human being that I am, was like, we should go to anal leakage. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe in that episode, I say something about like, well, thank God we got this other topic because guess what else came in? Boy, we never, we wouldn't want to do that. And then Jethro was like, you know what? We owe it to our listeners to do to do it. So we did it. And I, um, it turned out that it like didn't have any <laughs> ingoing links or something along those lines. Uh, so it was, it was uh, painful in a number of ways. But, but also, I will say that it supports my argument that our earlier seasons were garbage. And there you go. The- <laughs> That's true. That's true. And also, we stopped doing the use the first one that comes in thing. Now we have we just have a list that we keep, uh, and we've got a whole bunch of them on there. And we have a randomizer that goes through and picks picks one out. So that's how we found yours today, Rob. And um, uh, that one is the heat death of the universe. Which, good lord. Um, Boy, what 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 made you suggest this one? Was it again just uh, having some fun? Well, we're living in happy, cheerful times nowadays, obviously, <laughs> and just those kind of topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I think that was again just trying to be a little bit different, having a little bit of a, a troll with you guys to see the kind of topics we can come up with. You've had the the gamut. You've had literature. You've had math. You've had science. So I, mm-hmm. I, I felt it was a, a fair game, and be interesting to see which direction that one goes in. Yeah, absolutely. Now I know little tiny bit about what this is. Do you, do you know anything about this? What, what the heat death of the universe actually is? So Cole's notes, um, you know, like most, like most people that like to think they're smart. I tried reading Stephen Hawking's and, mm-hmm. you know, after the second chapter, I'm going to go back to watching cosmos. Mm-hmm. So the heat death of the universe is basically on a long enough timeline. The universe will run out of energy or the temperature gets so low that, action can no longer happen. It's something along that lines. It's, you know, that the magical end of science that doesn't make sense to normal people. <laughs> okay. Isn't it tied, tied to entropy as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're talking about the end of all things, essentially. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Perfect. I wanted to make sure that I had that, uh, that I had that straight. Um, this is. not get the warning that anal leakage did, right? 
Well, exactly. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now this, this is uh, kind of our Valentine's day episode. This is coming out a couple days after Valentine's day. And uh, I think that that's a great, uh, I think there are a lot of people out there that uh, on Valentine's day are kind of like, where's that heat death of the universe? Um, you know, there's a lot of people are, you know, they get real into it and they're in you know, love and whatever, but uh, there's, there's some folks out there that uh, this is, this is the week. This is the week that they're like, Oh, if only a couple days earlier, we mm-hmm. could have had this, that'd have been all right. Um, Rob, tell us a little bit about like, so we met because, um, I came to Niagara Falls on a, on a trip and, uh, wound up going to do one of the escape rooms that you had, where you were working and you had designed. Um, is that, is that still something that you're doing? You still running escape rooms up there in Niagara Falls? It is. So when you came to visit, we were the crux, uh, we were a multi-location business, I've designed, I think, nine permanent rooms and three holiday rooms for the crux. And going into COVID, we parted our ways. So I've severed myself from that company, started a new escape room business in the same location that you had visited in Niagara Falls. And starting from scratch, we built some new experiences and then immediately got shut down by the government (laughs) under quarantine rules. So we still haven't had any actual customers. Hmm. But yeah, still designing rooms, still building rooms. We're looking at trying to do the remote, you know, rooms over Zoom. Uh, I've discovered that while I have skill sets to make escape rooms, I don't have skill sets to make web, uh, the web magic that's necessary for the online rooms to make it look professional. So we've got some folks we've brought in to help with that. Okay. We just spawn on a zero revenue. Uh, (laughs) All the fun (laughs) challenges of operating during quarantine. We're really excited to be open again, though. Our newest room is a... It's our first foray into a non, there's no real combination locks, uh, padlocks in it. It's an all tech room. Oh, wow. I taught myself how to do PLC programming and wiring. So the entire room is designed uh, with a technological background to it. But it's a, it's a witch's cottage. So everything's magic, but you have to interact with the physical space of the room as opposed to opening locks and keypads. Cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's my hat's off to you for being able to, uh, design those rooms because the experiences are just wonderful when they're when they're done well. And I would imagine that continuing to design to design new rooms would always yield more and more challenges because there's only so many you know numbers to letters ciphers that you can do before you feel like we, we okay we've covered that area we've got to move on to another thing. It's funny because folks always say that you know oh, you know it must be hard coming up with new ideas and I've taken on a new business partner and he said that same thing to me you know you must run out of ideas and after two weeks of working with me he realized no there is a limitless amount of ideas and we don't have enough <laughs> time money or space to implement all of the ideas uh, it's, oh yeah. It's, yeah it's once you get into it it's just so you know you guys do the theater work it's it's basically theater meets dungeons and dragons meets board games you're mm-hmm. hosting an event for somebody and you're trying to create these moments. And when you think of it from those mm-hmm. moments, it's a lot easier to design it. It's what reaction will they get when this happens? Uh, mm-hmm. I've grown way past, you know, what the puzzle is and more about what the experience is and that the puzzle is just something along the path. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah, I love it. So what is the what is the name of this of this new venture that you have so that now when if any of our listeners are in Niagara Falls, they can look you up? So we're a little bit punny with this one. Where we live in Niagara Falls, we're located on what's called the Niagara Escarpment. It's a okay. uh, basically a long cliff. That's where Niagara Falls is there. So we're called Niagara Escapement. Uh, nice. I see what there. you've done. I see yeah. what you've done. You know, this is this is great that that we run into Niagara Falls here because our our last episode actually ended at Beef on Weck. 
a very famous Buffalo, uh, New York, um, you know, sandwich. And, and now here we are just crossing the border right into Niagara Falls. And I guess next week we'll probably wind up in, I don't know, somewhere in Ontario and, uh, eventually the North pole, I would guess. Yeah. And the before um, times when we got to travel, we, uh, Buffalo was a regular spot for going out for, uh, food. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you probably had, have you had a beef on whack or two? I've had a beef on whack. We usually go over for the wings. If you go to Buffalo, you got to go for the wings. Oh, there you go. Now, see, mm-hmm. our, our guest last week would, would, would argue with you on that. He, he was very, oh, those wings, they took over the beef on whack spot. It should have, uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know what to say about that, but, um, well, uh, Rob, this has been great. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming on, talking about this, giving us this topic suggestion. Um, it's great to talk to you again. It's good to see you again. I haven't seen you in a couple, I feel a couple of years, maybe now. Um, but I hope to get back up there once, uh, once we're once <laughs> again, allowed to travel, uh, mm-hmm. anywhere, um, especially across a border to, uh, to try out the new rooms and, um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah. And if we get the remote stuff set up, I'll uh, let you guys know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've done a couple, um, in some various places. In fact, you recommended one to me, uh, that was also up in Canada and I can't remember the exact location, but, uh, Kingston, Ontario. Yes. Kingston. Yes. We did, we did two of them actually up there. We did a, uh, a Peter Pan themed one and a hot chocolate, uh, one and, uh, both were, were quite a bit of fun. So I haven't done the hot chocolate one yet. I've done their three other remote rooms and they were all very enjoyable. Yes. Yes. They're great. So, and, and that's a word out to anybody out there. If look, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to enjoy escape rooms, go look them up. Uh, try, you know, once we can go to them in person, go to them in person, support these things. Cause they're great. They're so much fun. Um, and they're the type of thing that you do once. So you got to tell other people about it so then they can go and do it. And then, cause you can't, you go and try to do it again and it's just not, you can't capture that same magic. So, um, that's so great. So thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. And, um, we'll, we'll see you on the other side here, hopefully, uh, before the heat death of the universe. No problem. Thank you for having me. Take care, Rob. Cheers. Well, delightful. Yeah, indeed. All right, Jethro. So we have got to find our way from beef on whack to the heat death of the universe. I mean, it's going to find its own way there. That, this, this, may, this may be the first drunkard's walk where the universe is actually going to do the same walk along with us, uh, <laughs> just on, on its own time span. Uh, that's true. That's true. I, I hope that we reach it before the universe does, but... Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be ironic if this episode were preempted because the heat death of the universe intervened? <laughs> you know, it's, it, it'd be more interesting if it was preempted by those who are listening. So really we could finish the episode, but they don't get to hear the end of the episode. I think that'd be, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty great. There you go. There I'm you all right go. with it. Um, but one of the things that we also are going to need to do is we're going to need to uh, come up with our predictions about how many steps it's going to take us to get. We do in fact, and, and I, it would be remiss of me not to mention that we've been trending lower the last, uh, you know, dozen episodes or so. We've gotten pretty good at this. We have. Or, pretty lucky uh so yes. it's it's made the prediction game a little bit more challenging because uh we're we're not off by you know four or five places usually you guess one number and i guess a number that's either one above or one below that yeah it's true it's true so but it's but it's also i have to say like initially when we started this whole endeavor and this whole podcast it would be like well these two topics are so far apart and then they would take us seven, eight, nine, 10 steps to get there. And it would be like, oh, they were pretty far mm-hmm. apart. 
Now, I think that these things are so far apart. And then we get there in four, five links. And I, so now I don't even know, like, I'm thinking like beef on Weck, heat death of the universe, does have nothing in common, but it doesn't well, necessarily if, matter. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um, if, if Stanley Milgram has taught us anything, it is that uh, things are far more closely connected than we think. Hmm. Stanley Milgram. Uh, I don't know Stanley Milgram. He's a famous psychologist who did uh, the, the experiment of, of his that you've likely heard is the sort of shocking obedience ones oh, where yes, yes. you get uh, people to what administer a shock to uh, innocent people in another room uh, mm -hmm. and people would go surprisingly high on what they would do in terms of that experiment. But uh, Stanley Milgram also did another one where he basically mailed out letters to people randomly in America and said, hey, I'm trying to get this letter to this random dentist in New York. Oh yeah. Can you can you send it to somebody you think who might be able to get it to them? And that's where we got the whole six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon thing, where yeah. um, every human being is connected to everybody else by uh, uh, generally six degrees or or fewer. Right, right. Yeah, I have heard of that. I didn't. I guess I never made that connection, or maybe I did. Maybe I heard that and then I just promptly forgot it. But I I have heard of the experiment of the sending the letters. Um, Oh, I should mention too. I, I'm having a drink tonight, Jethro. I, I don't know if you if you are drinking on this. What, what we you, didn't even oh. ask Rob, but ah, oh, poor Rob. I know. Well, we'll 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 you know we'll 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 fix that in post. We'll okay. Yeah, I'll go back. Sure. I'll I'm having up. a brandy. Here we go. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> oh, that was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, didn't sound quite as Canadian, but um. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking first here. Please I, do. I have uh, a fantastic uh, another Liberty Pole spirit. Um, you may recall that I think it was last season. I had their peated rye whiskey, mm -hmm. which, um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the rye, but I like the peated quite a bit. So I decided to give it a try again, not really my cup of tea, but lucky me just a couple of weeks ago, uh, they came out with a peated bourbon Wow! and they made, get this 99 bottles of this bad boy. Did they and put them I, on a wall, perchance? I, I, they, <laughs> I thought they would have put all 100 on, but they didn't. I have bottle 16 of 99 right here in my hands. Wow. Um, and it is a delicious bourbon. I love the peat, the peatiness of it. 123 proof. So that it wow, that is you might be carrying me the last couple steps of this one. Some walk. high octane. Well, yeah. what 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 would be the change in that? Um I don't know. Hey, wait, so, wait. I have, I, I, I cannot turn <laughs> off the snark. No, you have to. It is, it is part of my DNA. Yeah. Um, I, my first word right after I was born, I looked back to my mom and I said, thanks. Um, <laughs> well done. Thank you. What, um, what about you? Are you, are you drinking anything tonight, Jethro? Oh, I am. Uh, I heard, I've heard so much about this, uh, this beverage uh, water that I'm giving it a shot uh, this okay. week. So, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm in that's. The yeah. I don't know anything it's, about that, but it, it is. I I am the control group for this uh, experiment. Uh, oh, fantastic! <laughs> Stanley Hopefully Milgram would be I, would be pleased. He'd um, be thrilled. He'd yeah. be thrilled. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what we can do here. Then you got your prediction. You, you wrote it down. I I, I have written it down. We are Excellent. ready to go. Excellent. Well, me too. Well, let's uh, let's let's take a look here then. So, beef on whack. Now, I'm assuming uh, when I when I think heat death of the universe, I think mm -hmm. science uh, broadly. I think astronomy somewhat more narrowly. I think <laughs> Big Bang. Uh, I think mm -hmm. the opposite of the Big Bang. What do you think of that? I think, I think uh, physics. I think uh, sure. en entropy. I think, yeah. I also uh, think apocalypticism. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, so uh, like when you look at like uh, 
just general predictions of the end of the world. Yeah, I feel like it. That's another possible route because I, I don't disagree with any of the scientific paths you you threw out mm -hmm. there. But I also think like millenaria millenarians or or you know the uh, was it the Mayans with their 2012 yeah. prediction? Like that kind of thing could also get us there. See, I always just assumed that the heat death of the universe was going to happen way after Earth was uninhabitable. And so we, we weren't going to be around for it. Just, oh, de def just my guess, but. Definitely agreed, but presumably whatever planet we go to after Earth. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, surely, after Earth. I forgot about Will Smith's after Earth. Yeah, surely uh, if, if recent events have taught us anything is that mm -hmm. human beings will eventually pull together to face uh, large <laughs> existential threats in a cooperative manner that leads oh to God. the continued existence of the species. Okay. If that's what you think um, will happen, I think that that's great. Well, let's take a look at the page here and see if there's anything that connects to any of the things that we've mentioned so far. Um, nope. So, so we're going to have to find a different they do way mention They do mention caraway seeds. And uh, I will say, yeah. if you've ever had caraway seeds, I wish that I were dead uh, when mm, having those. That's fair. That and uh, perhaps throw your caraway uh, is, is a way to think about the end times. Boom. Um, you know, Boo. no longer. What's Boo. the matter? What's Boo. what's wrong with I, you? I don't care for that. I don't you don't care like that, that at all? All right. Well, um, Austria is on here. Now, there have been some pretty, pretty famous physicists from Austria, haven't there? Uh, in fact, there have been. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder. Get us in, do you now? I wonder if that's perhaps a, a, path, also, a path in. Oh, I see PBS on here. I was just about to mention PBS. Yeah, now, now PBS there's... has a lot of sciencey shows like Nova, mm -hmm. uh, which could also get us into more of a physics uh, realm. I think maybe the original Cosmos was actually on PBS. Indeed. So he that was even mentioned by Rob. Um, so yeah. you know PBS. He, was, he didn't he didn't explicitly say that, but I'm pretty sure he was referring to the Neil deGrasse Tyson version of Cosmos, not the Carl so? Sagan version. Of really? You think so? And it was there in the subjects if you listen hmm. carefully. Okay. Okay. Well, do you think so? They, I, I'll, let me also throw a curveball out there before. I know you're, you're Johnny Science and you want to go charging down this path, but okay. I also see uh, links for prepared horse horseradish. And I, I will say- it. You're really going to say horseradish. I, I was about horse, to make a, make a joke about you saying horseradish, but you really are. Horse, Horseradish is yeah. a, a spicy thing. There's some heat to that. So there could be <gasps> Come on. a, a di but it would take us through a disambiguation, which you love. <laughs> a disambiguation for heat would get for us heat. squarely into the mix. Mm. Well, I do see horseradish uh, in a number of places here. Uh, prepared horseradish takes us to the same place as just horseradish does. Um. So your argument is horseradish. My argument is Austria or PBS, actually. I, sorry, I, I changed to PBS. Yeah, I, I would rather do PBS over Austria just because the geographical route. Sure. Is yeah, no, no. Well, but we'd be going geographical to get to people, which we wouldn't be taking a full geographical. Like we're not going to, we're not going to wind up in the place heat death of the universe, right? So, um, <laughs> Buffalo heat death Wild of the universe, Wings. Michigan is the city. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings is on here. I, I, I want to say that that's a sign of the end times, right? You know, I don't know. I I've only been to, to a Buffalo Wild Wings in the before times, uh, mm -hmm. and and back when I was pre keto. And I will say this: that since my dietary change and I'm eating meat now, mm -hmm. that I love eating wings. I, oh, I eat wings all the damn time. They're great. They're great. Wings are great. Wings are Buffalo flavored. Anything is one of my favorite flavors. Uh, put that with a little bit of blue cheese, and I'm I'm yours. Um, which you know, it was just Valentine's Day, so. Uh, but 
Um, it, it is interesting to point out. I don't know if anybody has ever to, speaking of Buffalo Wild Wings. It's often called BW three, and and people are always confused because it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Why is it three? It's actually used to be Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck, and that was the three. So Wild Wings, Weck, those were the three Ws. So I just wow. think, I think it's a, an interesting thing that a lot of people don't know, and now you know it. So there's trivia for you, folks. The more you know, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So where do you want to go then? What do you? What's your? What's your argument then? You think you think I horseradish like PBS. or PBS? I, I was I was only doing horseradish to be okay. contrarian and to to make us pause before we jumped into <laughs> something. But I think PBS is probably the best route. Then let's do it. Let's go to PBS and see. Now I don't know that they're going to list the shows on there that that have been on, but you never. I know. bet they list some of them. I bet they do. I bet uh, like for Antiques instance, Roadshow. Yeah, Barney uh, and Friends. Yeah, I see a bunch of them on here actually. Masterpiece Theater, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, Nova. There's Nova, the Teletubbies, Sesame Street. Of course, of course. Fantastic. There is a section on programming, uh, which has a link to list of programs broadcast by PBS. Okay. But again, okay. mentions many of the pop popular ones down here: Masterpiece Theater, mm-hmm. Downton Abbey, American Family, Journey of Dreams, Nova, Nature. Yeah, Nature and Nova are both on here, and I feel like those are going to be probably pretty good uh, ones to follow or to take. Um, looking to see if Red Dwarf is on here as well. So there's a science fiction Ooh, show. Indeed. Um, I don't know if they ever did. Oh, the Red Green Show is on here. Oh, man. Do you is ever watch the Red, Cana- the Red Green Show? Is that a Canadian one? Yeah, yeah. I have a, it, did he wear like that uh, red and black plaid lumberjack shirt? Is he that did, who I'm thinking of? Uh, I guess I thought he wore a red and green lumberjack shirts, but, I, but I, it, it could have been red and black. I, n- I never watched the show. I only have like oh. vague memories of it being referenced and seeing oh, fantastic. A, a visual. Fantastic. Very, very funny show. Uh, you should watch it. You would definitely enjoy it. Um, I, I'll, I'll put a note down to do that. I think I have uh, one of their Christmas episodes on DVD somewhere. Um because because uh, funny stuff, funny, funny stuff. Um, I'm looking to see if there's anything more on here, if if perhaps Cosmos is mentioned. I see Newton's Apple talked about on here. Um, upset to Ooh, not yeah. see Square One television anywhere. I, I would have expected that what to be on here. Square One television? You didn't know Square One? Square One was like, um, uh, it was your, your, your math version of a... Uh, not quite reading rainbow, but it, it was math stuff, but it was like, it was like skits about math. So there was, um, there was like a dragnet parody. Skits? There was a math, oh, ma- math net was like the dragnet parody. And there was, the, there's a whole bunch of great, uh, math man right, was on tell- there. He's like little. Look here, Missy. We're trying to find out if the square root of two is a rational number. Yeah. And I need that, answers. Yes. This is, yes. That's exactly wow. what it was. That's how, uh, that sounds like something that is made purposely just for a young Matt Hartman. Oh, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you'd enjoy it too. I see super Uh, Y on here, which I am now, uh, which I now know of because of my child. Also Sid, the science kid. Uh, another thing that my child watches. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, quality. Uh, uh, you have to watch this because you're well, super, super wise, but you feel better letting your kid watch TV all day when it's something quasi-educational as opposed to, hey, here's people poking each other in the eye for that's, 90 minutes. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. Though I did just, I was just showing my daughter Looney Tunes cartoons this afternoon. So, you know, uh, I'm not too- not But too that's also part of a classical education. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm fine. HBO Max has 
the Looney Tunes uh, finally available online when they hadn't been uh, previously in digital form. So mm-hmm. uh, having like What's Up Doc and the the Rabbit of Seville and all that jazz. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah sorry, what's, uh, Opera, what's Opera Doc is what I meant. We just watched, um, oh, I forget the, the actual name of it. It's like Hot uh, uh, Rabbit on Fire maybe or something like that. And it's the, the duck season, rabbit season. Oh, um, I love that like one. The, oh, just fantastic. Just just classic, so, classic so, television, folks. And they, they made this smart choice to edit out all the crazy racist ones. Uh, from yeah, you don't you don't World find War those uh, anywhere, which is great. <laughs> um, I, I, I found some on YouTube and showed it to Maddie just to be like, hey, just so you know, they made this crap, too. Uh, right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I uh, I mean, I'm feeling. I'm feeling very uh, drawn to Nova or nature, personally. I um, I, w- I I agree with you. Although I'm going to go hard for Nova and say nature is just a bunch of animal documentaries. Uh, I yeah, I don't know if it, if that's necessarily true, but I do feel that Nova is probably a better a better one to go with. I think it's going to have a higher percentage chance of hitting of physics what we want. With um with the heat death of the universe, Heck, there could have been a Nova episode about that. So I, I say Nova. Let's let's Nova, Nova it is. away. It's a television now, program, folks. It's a science television program. Indeed, and and you would think, hey, here's a list of all the Nova episodes, and there mm-hmm. is a list, but it's not on this page. It, there's a link to it, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know what? We're gonna look around before we just jump in. Yeah, because right at the top here, there's topics covered include. Uh, we've got the Drake equation on there. Uh, elementary particles, Mount St. Helen. Does it have Lagrangian point? Look what's on here. Fermat. Fermat's last theorem is on here. Ferma. I Fermat. can't believe Fermat is back. Welcome back, ah. Fermat. I'm going to toast you. Mm-hmm. The AIDS epidemic, global warming. Antasibut, 869. There you go. Antasibut's go diving. What's Antasibut 869? That's a, I don't know, it's a famous um, uh, German submarine, I guess. I, I mean, it's a, let's see, it's a wreck discovered off the coast of New Jersey in 1991. Huh. So there you go. There I you didn't go, know indeed. specifically what it was, but Antosy Boat, I know, is a U-boat. That's a U-boat, as they call it. Um, okay, well, we come down here. The elegant universe is linked. Uh, string theory, special effects. So that that might be a good in right there. The the elegant universe. I I saw that as well, and I thought the same thing. And I, I got to say, I'm a little frustrated because right now we're agreeing on a whole lot, and I feel like you that like doesn't that? make that doesn't make good good audio entertainment. No, so I'm I gonna agree. I'm gonna arbitrarily pick another one uh, no, just to on. be obstinate and contrarian and, and gin up some of that heat and spice that makes this the exciting podcast that we promised at the beginning. Otherwise, we're just going to agree ourselves to a quick conclusion. Because you're afraid so that I this, see, is, uh, this is the heat death of Drunkard's Walk, is what you're saying. Uh, that's exactly what I'm okay. worried about, is that we will have reached maximum entropy by the, the time mm-hmm. this episode ends. Yeah. So I will say that decoding the weather machine at the bottom uh, links astrophysicist uh, David Morrison, an astrophysicist, is linked there. So where, whereas if we were to click on the elegant universe, certainly it's going to take us to a description of, hey, here's this episode and here are things that are covered in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we go straight into astrophysics, which, by the way, was the science that you mentioned at the top that mm-hmm. you felt had a, the best in for heat death of the universe. Uh, so, yeah, I think I might have said astronomy, but I it could have said that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I feel- that's... 
I feel like astrophysics is better than astronomy. It. Whoa, gosh, all right, laying it down. Not, ju um, not just not just as a uh, as a way of uh, getting to heat death of the universe, but also just as a as a discipline in itself. I think astrophysicists look at astronomers and think they're chump ass bitches. Well, I the 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 eagle eared uh, listener will recall. Uh, perhaps that I mentioned that I was actually uh, majoring in astronomy and astrophysics uh, when I first entered college. So I, I consider them very similar personally, um, but that's uh, that's just on me. Uh, so I'll yeah. point out also there's there's a link for string theory. There's also a link for Horizon, which is another television show, which was a science television show. So um, those are also possibilities. Uh, there are so many of them to think about does string does string theory say anything about the heat death of the universe no i don't think so but string theory probably is going to get you to something like black holes which is i think would be connected in some way or another but you know i don't know probably not you're, you're grasping at strings oh right i am now, i'm grasping it I, well uh, theoretically i am i mean i'm not going to say for sure Mm -hmm. I see what you did there. I mm -hmm. see what you did there. I feel like astrophysicist is the way to go. No, I'm gonna, I, I, the LED universe is definitely the way to go. And you know that it's true. So I know, I don't know that it's true. What really, what is the, what is the elegant universe going to get us to? The it's going to get us to a, a particular scientific topic. And guess what astrophysics is going to get us to? It's going to get us to particular astrophysical scientific topics. Well, I want to be clear here. Astrophysicists or astrophysics yeah. All right. I guess you're right. I uh -huh. well, no, hold you're on. Right. Hold no, on. My gravitational pull has drawn you in at, <laughs> with, a, say that. with a force that is equivalent to a product of our masses and Ugh. inversely proportional to the square of the distance between us. <laughs> Lord. Um what about cold Math war? Detective. <laughs> what? What? Oh, Cold War is linked on here, and you you wanted to do something about heat earlier, so I thought cold you might also enjoy. Um, yeah, maybe Cold War can get us to horse horse Mountain radish. of ice. Yeah, there you go. National also, Science I have Foundation. A, I'm having, especially given the fact that I'm not drinking booze tonight, I am yeah. having a hell of a time pronouncing the word horseradish. I know. What's the problem I, over I, there? I keep wanting to say horseradish. Horse horseradish, like yeah, horseshack. Maybe maybe I'm just like residual dr drunk from the uh, booze I had uh, a week ago. We oh, that could be. That could be. That was a lot. Um, I think. I don't know. You. You might be right. Astrophysics might be the way to go. The Drake equation. No. No. Vinland. No. I will. Just Mummies, while, while, no. while you're while you're dickering around and trying to find a, a no. I'm gonna. A better, I'm, I'm going with you. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with you. But what? What do you want to say in the meantime? I, I, I do want to highlight here that they do have a list of Emmy award-winning episodes of Nova mm -hmm. and the titles of them. I think some of them merit uh, mentioning. Uh, Please, here's by all means. At, here, here's looking at you, kid. Mm -hmm. um, suicide mission to Chernobyl. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Secret of the wild child, which mm -hmm. I really, I really want to look at that because uh, it's about a feral child. Who doesn't love feral child documentaries? I don't know. Not me. Um, decoding Nazi secrets. Presumably about the Enigma machine, and probably um, the squids under the ocean. Almost certainly, mm -hmm. uh, Galileo's battle for the heavens. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love a good Galileo story? Uh, Mountain of ice, Shackleton's voyage of endurance. Love that stuff. Yeah. All interesting stuff, and the elegant universe, which you know, I'm sure I, I watched it. It was lovely, but 
it's no astrophysics. I'll tell you that. You didn't, you didn't mention battle of the X planes. I didn't. I mean, that's, that's pretty great. Battle of the X planes. I sort of love that. All I'll right. Um, I'm going to give in, uh, and go along with you to astrophysicist. Uh, well to actually astrophysics is what that links to, because I think there's a good chance that that might actually have what we're looking for. And I still Fantastic. haven't found what I'm looking for. So let's do it. I think it was Bono that said something about that. So, uh, I mean, we're definitely going to find stuff on here about entropy. Um, and that's if, if, if the heat death of the universe isn't on this page already, entropy. Most certainly a link to something that does have it. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, just taking a look through the Hertzsprung-Russell diagrams on here uh, for classifying oh. stars and their evolution, of course. I love um, I love a good Hertzsprung-Russell diagram. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gravitational neutrino, waves. Neutrino astronomy. Yeah. Oh, I do see the Big Bang. So there is, if we don't see heat death of the universe, I think Big Bang is going to be the way to go because I think there's going to be kind of like a, the opposite of this is. There you go. That's, that's my that's possible. my guess. Um, I like the idea. Have we been to Big Bang before? I don't think Did so. I don't think so. I feel I feel like we flirted with something around there. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe when we were doing the uh, the episode about the um, the Grangian point, perhaps we talked about it. But I don't possibly I don't possibly. Think so, uh, I do see cosmic inflation, which is of course when you know money is not worth as much as it as it once nope, was. Nope, nope, uh, nope, nope, on other planets. Nope. Nope, nope. Um, <laughs> pretty sure that's right. Uh, yeah, dark yeah. matter not linked, of course, but um, hmm, interesting. So I don't actually see entropy. You don't uh, see entropy? I don't. Did you see how it? Was already? That? How was that? It's got to be here. Did you see it? I I didn't. It's got to be here. I might have missed it. I there's a lot of there's a lot of links on here, folks. There's um. There's some ultraviolet, there's some X-ray, some gamma ray, uh, some infrared astronomy going on. Wavelengths. Thermodynamics. I bet I bet we could get to impossible color from here, no problem. Uh, thermodynamics. Yeah. I mean, thermodynamics might be a, a a possible connection, although I feel like it's a number of steps away. Mm -hmm. Whereas Big Bang, I'll bet you, uh, I'll bet you might be the way to go. Descartes. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they didn't put him before the horse. That's good. There one. is. Oh, there. Yeah. God. I was too busy scanning for possible. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to put in a timely groan for that joke. <laughs> um, uh, so there is a there is a link for physical cosmology, which, of course, mm. is a branch of cosmology concerned with the study of cosmological models. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, if anything, the heat death of the universe would come into play for one of those. Oh gosh. I thought I had a good one for us here. Well, maybe galaxy formation and evolution. Yeah, but it's the problem is the heat death of the universe is something that happens to the universe and not to galaxies. So they, well, they, that's that's fair. That's fair. You don't yeah, have no, a heat death of a galaxy. That's true, and there is no evolution of the galaxy here. Oh, wait a minute! What? 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 There's a link to ultimate fate of the universe. Ooh, where is this? It's up in the second paragraph, two lines down. It says, "And the origin and 
ultimate fate of the universe and it's linked. Ooh, ultimate fate of the universe. Fantastic. I, I'm very excited. I That's feel gotta like be. This, yeah. I feel like the end is nigh. Uh, it's indeed, indeed. The, the end is nigh. Let's go to yeah. ultimate fate of the universe. Fantastic. So, uh, it is a topic in physical cosmology whose theoretical restrictions allow possible scenarios for the evolution and ultimate fate of the universe. Okay. Bang, 13.82 million, cosmology, yeah, yada, 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 yeah, dark yeah, matter, yeah, dark energy. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be something. Where yeah. is it? Did you see it? Did you see it? Oh, I can't. No, I don't see it. Where All right, is so it? There, there is a, uh, I see there's a theories, a, a link for theories about the end of the universe, which takes okay. us further down the path. And okay. the first one is the big freeze or heat death. There it is, but heat death, and and heat, that links to heat, heat death, death of, of the universe. universe. Let us click upon it. There it is, baby. Look at that, we made it. We made it. It's the heat end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. The universe, holy cow! I can't believe that ultimate fate of the universe has its own page. <laughs> that that well, but like the heat death is one particular scenario. Yeah, so it, it's like, for sure. how is the universe going to die this way? I, you know what? I would like to take a brief look at the other possible ways. Just for the, for those of you who during the pandemic and the collapse of our political structures haven't had enough to worry about and would like some more specific alternatives. You're talking, so, you're talking about the other, the other ways. Well, the before other we theories. do that, let's, let's just explain real quickly. The, the heat death of the universe is All a theory right. on the ultimate fate of the universe which suggests that the universe would evolve to a state of no thermodynamic free energy and would therefore be unable to sustain processes that increase entropy. Mm -hmm. So there you heat go. Death the heat does not imply any particular absolute temperature. Right. It only requires that the temperature differences of other processes may no longer be exploited to perform work. Right. Right. Or, or other processes, just to be clear, not, not of other processes, but thermodynamic equilibrium. Mm-hmm. There it is. So, so that is one uh, leading candidate for possible ways that the universe could end. Some of the other ones are the big rip, yeah. uh, which is a, uh, a rate of acceleration of the universe not large enough to destroy local structures like galaxies, which mm -hmm. are held together by gravity. Mm -hmm. uh, the big crunch, which would be the opposite of the big bang where everything, think of like a big rubber band you've stretched out, it just comes back. Uh, see, I just think about a big Nestle's crunch, so. There you go. There's also one called the big slurp, uh, which... <laughs> posits that the universe currently exists in a false vacuum and that it could become a true vacuum at any moment. <laughs> and it's called the big slurp. Wow. wow. The big slurp. And then oh, the there's big, the, the, the big bounce. Yeah, we didn't talk about the big bounce. Uh, there's also the big Lebowski. And there's also the... Uh, the Elon Musk simulation, where we, of course, are living in a computer simulation mm -hmm. and somebody walks by the universe and knocks the cord out from the outlet and then the universe just disappears as a blink. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. I, I see that, um, and, and this is, we're back on Ultimate Fate of the Universe page, to be clear, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, Freeman Dyson is linked on there. Um, mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't know how much you know about uh, Dyson Sphere, but uh, it's always been an, an, an interesting idea to me, so... Um, I see that, I uh, I, on the, on the heat death page, um, Lord Kelvin is the one that, uh, kind of proposed this in the first place. So my man, um, he, uh, he knew a thing or two about temperature. That's the 1850s. Yeah. Uh, so much. So they named it after him. Um, so there you go. Well, this is great. Uh, that honestly, I'll tell you what, Jethro, I, I'm, I think I'm going to be in trouble here because that took us far less, uh, time than I thought it was gonna. Oh, um, did you? I didn't know mm -hmm. that Bifon Weck was going to get us there quite so quickly. It took us one, two, three, four, five, 
five wow. five steps, uh, much like last week, five steps to get from beef on weck to the heat death of the universe. Man. Um, and so what a journey it was. Let's talk a little bit about our predictions. Uh, I'll reveal mine first this week because I think last week you did yours. Or no, no, I did mine first last week. So you got to tell me first, what'd you, what'd you do? Uh, which camera am I? Here we go. Six, I guess six. Six. I guess six steps from beef on weck to the heat death of the universe. And you guessed six as well. I did. It, what, I did. What, was the, what was with all this? Uh-oh, I think I'm in trouble nonsense when you were only one off. Because last week I put six and you put five and you won. <laughs> so I thought you would have put five again. <laughs> like I only guess one thing? Yeah. <sighs> well, I only guess one thing apparently. I guess six, two, two weeks in a row. Maybe three weeks. I, I don't even yeah, remember what Matt, I guessed you, the week you, before that. You got, you got my hopes up artificially Sorry. and I don't appreciate it. You, Sorry. You're really bringing me down here. Didn't mean to do that. Um, but Boy, that means... I wish you were the heat death of the universe. <laughs> See, here we are right back to, is this because you... You know, we didn't talk at all about Valentine's Day, Jethro. How did it go for no, you? No, we did didn't. You, did you have a good Valentine's Day? Ah, uh, it, it went superbly. I got Christy yeah. exactly what she wanted. She got mm-hmm. me exactly what I wanted. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we celebrated the amazing uh, unity of our nation mm-hmm. uh, following the first month of Joe Biden's presidency. Sure. Uh, just how everything is stitched together and we all join hands uh, and sing songs in harmony because the country is finally unified, which has been great. Jethro, I got to call bullshit on all that because uh, I already told everybody we're recording this in January. So what are you doing? Why are you lying to oh, people? Wow. Because you explicitly, pro- I, you know, I was yes handing you. God damn it. <laughs> you set me up. Yes, I did. Sh- yes, I did. Ugh, it feels good. Um, no, that's uh, that's great. I'm sure that all those things will happen and will come true. And uh, uh, we'll tell you about it. Um I don't know if we ever record an episode around Valentine's Day, we'll tell you what really happened. So let, wait, go. wait till March or April and you'll find out how our Valentine's <laughs> Day really went. That's right. When, you, when you're listening, uh, you know, somewhere around April Fool's Day, we'll, you'll finally learn how uh, that's right. Hartman's Valentine's that's right. Day. Um, did you want to see what else linked into Heat Death of the Universe? Were you curious about that at all or do you not care? Uh, we can sure, sure, surely take a gander. I, I suspect it's a lot of physics terms. Uh, the Big Bang is indeed in there. So uh, I, I the did. Book, the Book of Daniel from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Also uh, the Book of Revelation. Dark Matter, Energy, Entropy, Hubble, Dyson, Newton. Eschatology. Uh, uh, any, any of these would have gotten us in here. Pandemic? Look at that. Well, well, well. Ragnarok. Oh, we should have gone that path. Millennialism. What an interesting Hubble's law. Yeah, uh, so there's definitely so there's definitely an end of the world uh, sort there of is, flavor. There is for sure. Nuclear up. warfare, I see on there. Apocalypse. Transhumanism. Those world are all war, the... World War Three. Ah, oh, wow. Something to look forward to. Yeah. So you're right. We could have absolutely gone through second law of thermodynamics. There we go. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So gray goo. Gray goo. Well, I thought that's you what mean... they. Isn't that what they eat in? Uh, Beauty and the Beast? No, that's what they called uh, Baby Yoda. Oh, Grey right, Grey Goo. Right, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of things would have gotten you in here. Um, a lot of Fantastic. them a lot more fun than what we did. So, hey, folks, why don't you go on your own uh, drunkard's walk? Why don't you find your own path in here and tell take us about your, it? Take your take yourself out on your own Valentine's Day Wikipedia date. That's right. That's right. And uh, do do a little walk. Uh, see if you can beat us um, getting here. Uh, and don't don't try using some algorithm or six degrees of Wikipedia or any of that garbage. Do it yourself and uh, send us an email or post on our social media. Tell us tell us what you're doing out there, folks. Yeah, we want to hear from you because um, 
we we love you. We really do. Right. Well, I do. I don't want to speak for you, Jethro. I mean, I'm married. I I like a lot of you, uh, but love is a strong. You can love without it being romantic love. Mm, All right. I I feel I feel agape towards you. That's what they make tequila with, right? Mm, See, you could you could have left it there, and and everybody would have. You know, there's some knowing Greek scholars who would have been like, "Yes, agape. That is the type of love I want to receive from my podcast hosts." Well, cheers. Cheers to you, sir. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, so uh, here we are in Niagara Falls. Canada. Yeah, yeah, Canada. And we're specifically at a place called Niagara Escapement. Look at that. Yeah, and if you are uh, an avid listener of the podcast, then you may remember that we talked to a gentleman from this very place, and he's over there. There he is. He's... He's here in person. Yeah. And help, help refresh my memory, uh, Matt. I knew you were going to do this. What right. was the suggestion that he gave us? It was No, he actually gave us two suggestions. He what gave was us, the second one? The second one? What was the first one? What the, was the worst the first one? one? The anal leakage was the okay, worst Okay, there we go. That was the first one, though, I think. So. The, the second one was... No one remembers. No, it, do you remember? Was it mantis shrimp? Did no, it wasn't it? mantis shrimp. It was you. Why you I keep attributing things that Dave Becker gave us to other people? It was. It was something. Sorry, Dave. Oh, it was the heat deck. All right, hey everybody, it's Matt Hartman here, along with Jethro Nolan. That's right, and we just did some escape rooms at Niagara Escapement. Uh, of course, that's Rob Levier's escape room company in Niagara Falls. And you just heard the episode where um, we went to Heat Death of the Universe, his topic. We talked a little bit about uh, Niagara escapement at the top of the episode. And we finally got to do the rooms. Jethro, what'd you think? They were fantastic. Uh, I, I had been here uh, previously uh, in 2019. And the room I did at that point was fantastic. The production values are incredible. The, the puzzles themselves are very creative. The through line of the story is very fun. Uh, my biggest criticism uh, was oh, that I go. did I did them with you. Oh, and and you were very good at escape rooms, so they, <laughs> oh, we got out very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Sorry about if, that. If it had just been uh, Christy and I, we would have taken much much longer uh, and possibly never gotten out. So yeah, uh, we we did do we did do this with uh, with our wives, uh, who you you are you all may be familiar with if you listen to past episodes. And um, we did uh, the first one we did was Easy Bake Coven, um, and it was a uh, witch themed um, like uh, Hansel and Gretel. Would you say yeah. Hansel and Gretel themed? I would say there was definitely um, the room. threat of cannibalism. Yeah, uh, present for sure, for sure. Very fun. A uh, little bit of a change of venue within it, which I always like a change of venue in an escape room, um, and a lot of fun puzzles. So, and I would say that that room would be a good one for um, if you have like kids, not super young kids, but like kids that you want to do an escape room with. I, I would recommend that one because I think that that it, there's some puzzles in there they could really. Um, sink their teeth into. There we go. I, yeah. I see what you did there. Uh, uh, and, and then what was the second one? The second one was the uh, apocalypse bunker. Uh, oh yeah, a- end bunker. of the end of the bleeping world. I think is something something like yeah. that. I, I um, don't remember the titles, but it was very fun. And again, it had it. It had sort of a first chamber that you had to solve a few puzzles in before you got to a second, and mm-hmm. then possibly third, fourth, fifth. I can't even tell you how many uh, rooms were in that one. 
Yeah, it had it had, it did have several rooms. I won't say how many, and I won't tell you. We we don't want to give away information about puzzles, obviously, because if you go and do these rooms, um, you know, which you should, if you're in Niagara Falls, uh, Canadian side of Niagara Falls, look up Niagara Escapement, go check out these rooms. They are very very well done, uh, and they were a lot of fun. Uh, they were fun to do as well, which is not always the case. I've done escape rooms where. It's been like, oh, that was really challenging, like almost too challenging to the point where I didn't enjoy it. Um, but that wasn't the case here. No, they, they were very enjoyable. Uh, There's a lot of creativity. And again, the production values are off the charts as far as like the quality of the the props and, and the built environment and, and just a lot of creativity around all of the puzzles uh, and, and how it was done. It was super enjoyable. I will also point out that I, something I did not know while we were physically present there at Niagara Escapement, but something I discovered as we were driving home, yeah. that Niagara Escapement is actually a play on words for the Niagara Escarpment. Yeah, which he is, told us that. He told us uh, that in the episode. I was not paying attention. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I freak, I freak, I'm usually not listening to anybody else on the podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah, just waiting sense. for my own turn to speak. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I it, it didn't stick in my brain, but we passed a, a sign co- uh, calling out the Niagara Escarpment. And yeah, I thought that yep. was fun. It yeah, heightened was, my enjoyment good. because I love nothing more <laughs> than a good geological pun mm-hmm. escape room name. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, folks, go check them out. Um, there's a third one opening uh, sometime soon, I believe, as well uh, in that same location. So go enjoy. Uh, thanks to Rob. Thanks to Niagara Escapement for hosting us. Uh, we really had a great old time doing it, and uh, we hope to go back there again sometime. Um, and we also hope that you will join us for season seven of Drunkard's Walk starting next week. That's right, October 11th, our first episode of season seven will drop. Um, if you are not subscribing, go ahead and do that. Give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes, because uh, that tells the algorithm that we are good somehow. I don't know why or how, but it does. And um, check out our link tree. That's linktree uh, slash drunkards walk. Um, and you can uh, you can get to all of our different things there, including the sheet that lets you uh, give us topic suggestions. And we want your topic suggestions. So please give them to us. Join our Patreon if you want to support us. That's great. Or if you want to support us, you can go ahead and buy a T-shirt over at TeePublic. Um, get, a, get yourself a, a drunkards walk T-shirt and uh, walk around and people will say, what's that? You can go, ah, it's a podcast that I heard one time. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's all the plugs. Jethro, you got anything to plug? No, just to keep being nice to other humans. Oh yeah, definitely do that. Thanks everybody. Take care.